it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. Hey, you guys. This is Mickey James. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW. Greetings, podcast fans. My name is Bryce Youngberg. I'm an all-wrestling referee. I'm going to Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and this show. This podcast. This show is scheduled for one fall. And it damn sure will be a slobber knocker. Damn sure. Damn sure it'd be a slobber knocker. I love that he says we start with, hello, it is I, Rusev from Rusev Day. <laughs> Still funny. Uh, it's a time capsule into some great shit. Welcome to this week's One Fall Show, a wrestling podcast that was recently described to me as morbidly unpopular. To that I say, it's yeah. morbid time. Hey, I'm your host, Chuck Bean. I'm joined this week by two of my three co-hosts. Shawnee could not make it this week, but we wish him well and look forward to talking to him next week about what's going on in the world of wrestling. But this week, I am joined, as always, by the the host of the JV Sports Talk PPV pod. Nailed it. That is not my favorite show. Nailed it. It's Justin Valentine. What's going on, guys? I... uh... I uh, went on to AEW shop. I got my Brian Danielson. Nice. Well done. Nice. It's funny because the way the lights are hitting, um, the the shadow of your microphone is on your shirt. And for a minute, I thought you'd spilled water on it. Oh, (laughs) I'm not that messy. Come on. No, that's that's I was going to be shocked. You're not that messy. I was going to say you're always very clean. Yes. Clean going. Right. Plain white tee. CM Punk, Brian Danielson's wear, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Delilah. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Right there. Oh We're God. also joined, as always, by the real star of the One Fall Show. She is an award winning uh, journalist, uh, award winning white woman, as yes. well as a uh, keynote listener. I love that one. Keynote speaker, the center of our One Fall <laughs> universe, Jack to the Gills. It's Erica Bennis. You know, I don't know how I feel about being the star of a morbidly unpopular podcast. It does. It stings a little. It I'm stings sure. a little bit. I'm like, someone love me. Right. Someone please love me. Well, oh think of it this way. If we are morbidly unpopular and you're the star, it's not just your fault. Yeah. Like, well, there your, you go. Your co-hosts are definitely part of the problem. Eh, I mean, I think I think we are a solution to a problem if you're having a bad time you should listen to us we're we're it's good true. we're good people sometimes we're, we're, we yell at each other about uh, differing opinions but otherwise i mean it's, we like it's, to have fun it's relatively calm you want to know what wasn't calm mm-hmm. my afternoon I, I, I got something to say okay so i had my first mammogram today and who to begin with right. um i wrote down the wrong address to like i have another doctor appointment on friday and i got and they're in two different buildings on like two opposite sides of town so i mixed up the buildings so i went to the wrong building and i'm like i'm Ooh. looking i'm looking at like you know like okay what floor do i go to and i'm like not seeing yeah. anyone in this department yep. so then i then i call and i'm like hey where are you located and they're like, we're located here. I go, yep, screwed up. Awesome. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to be late. I apologize profusely, but I will be there. So, okay, let me let me talk to you about just the mam. You you all know what a mammogram is. Yeah, it's know, where it's, they it's, put the you, you put the the titty on the thing, and then they go squish, and yeah. then they go squish. Well, and and well, here's the thing. Um, they clearly have improved the technology because I was anticipating a significant like just big old squish yeah um what i wasn't anticipating because like the, the well the machine now like it, there's like a thing where it kind of like 
hovers around your titty. Interesting. To, to kind of get like. Do the you view. have to sit up for it or you lie down? You're you're standing. Okay. The whole time. Okay. And I was anticipating like just like two plates just going. Gah! Right. Um, that was not the That's case. That's what our, our mothers have always told us. That's yeah. how this works. They, once again, they've improved the machine. But what I was not anticipating was the the lovely technician. Once again, I, I don't know how you can screen to be a mammogram technician, uh, but like they got a good one over there okay. uh, at uh, uh, Ascension Providence. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, however, the the repositioning and the tugging and the pulling on my boobies today um, I mean, she was as gentle as possible, but like, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta, you know, just, you gotta pull and flap it down on that thing. And, yes. and like, so I, and like, you have to like look the other way when like it's, it was, um, it wasn't the squish. It was the positioning of my breasts all over the place. Yikes. And, uh, yeah, it was an experience. And then once again, I got here and uh, almost shit myself. So, <laughs> wow. you know, I mean, it's been a day. It's been a day. Um, Thank goodness you aren't wearing white tights. Uh, sh well, once again, this is why, I mean, like anyone who can pull off white pants, good for you. But like for, for ladies and stuff, I'm like, why under, why? Why would we ever want to try and wear white pants? Right. Until we're like full into menopause. And even then, like, I'm a spiller. Like, and, and, you know, I, I, <laughs> well, that's the show, folks. Thanks for tuning into the no, Windfall Show. Still, like, I so clearly, we're not trying to change the morbidly unpopular thing. No, this no, week. no, that's not, not spill, what we're going for. I we're not course correcting things. on that. Shit not at, at all. all. Not I one bit. Fantastic. We're, we're stuff <laughs> on my pants. Like I, I, like I'm clumsy. I'll drop food. Like it just ah. Just yeah, this just is why embracing. I, I stick with these nice high-waisted uh, compression yoga pants from Torrid. They make my butt look nice, and they've got pockets. So, yeah, that's All where right, I'm well, at. Now that we've gotten through that, let's talk about wrestling. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. Thanks. I need I needed time. No, it's fine. This is your moment. platform. This is it. This is the only place I can actually speak <laughs> freely. Nowhere else on the internet. Can I go on and on like this shit? Anyway, wrestling. Wrestling. A lot of stuff. Is yeah. there? Because. I mean, you don't have is much. There, is no, there? Well, because I, I told you guys before I came in that I'm like, I'm coming in like, like I've watched stuff. None of it penetrated. Really? Oh. No, not a. That's uh, honestly, it's too bad. Extreme. S-E-X. You just kind of, you know, kind of. The only thing I remember is the last thing I saw, which was Chris Statlander and Red Velvet on Rampage. Interesting. Well, and Erica's going to win the questions this week, clearly. Maybe. Yeah. I could, I mean. You, it, you might spark some memory up I here. I might. But like, you know, SmackDown. five. SmackDown was on in the background while I did something. Okay. So, and, and same with Raw. I put it on in the background while I played a video game. Um, I know I watched Dynamite, but these happen almost a full week after Dynamite. So I'm never... I never know. I know New Japan had stuff, and I'm looking forward to Erica's report. Yes, on uh, what happened this weekend in New Japan, and like I saw that Impact Slam anniversary is coming up, and they're it is, doing some fun stuff. For that. It is coming up. However, um, I don't know if anyone saw this. Uh, Tony Khan has released a statement regarding the Jeff yes. Hardy. Yeah, business. let's. I mean, let's I, I, honestly start with that because that's not one of my questions. I didn't. Okay. Okay. Feel like yeah. that was I, I wasn't sure if you had written this down. Okay, so Tony right. Khan uh, released the following statement: uh, We were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon. 
Uh, AEW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We've made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he's open to receiving. In the interim, he is suspended without pay, and he can only return to AEW upon successfully completing treatment and maintaining his sobriety. If you or a loved one needs help, please reach out to the uh, SAMHSA National Helpline, 1-800-662-4357. So for those that only get the wrestling news from us, which... Yes. The, the half a dozen of you. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Um, Shout out to you guys. Sunday night, Jeff Hardy was uh, pulled over, uh, was driving under the influence uh, amongst a whole bunch of other things, and yeah. they arrested him. Uh, he's got a court date, and uh, obviously, as of Tony Khan's uh, tweet, he will not be wrestling this Wednesday on Dynamite in a giant ladder match that they were advertising. I mean, I said so on our, our Facebook group. It's 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 tough being a Jeff Hardy fan. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, this shit happens. He's, yeah. he's He's a rock star that just hasn't killed himself yet through drugs. Yeah. And it's the kind of thing where it's like, I mean, I, I can think off the top of my head of, like, three other times we've gone through this. Yeah. yeah. So it's the kind of thing where, like, I want you to be a healthy and happy human being. And if that means I don't get to see you on my television anymore, okay. Like yeah. you've given me enough oh, as, yeah. a, as a fan. Yeah. You know, it, it coming from a, a personal experience, um, loving an addict is very challenging. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, because you, I mean, any, any addiction doesn't matter if it's drugs, if it's alcohol, if it's if it's gambling, anything, a gambling, whatever. anything else, if you if you love an addict, like part of like you know so called recovery, like it is are, you know are relapses, like relapses happen. It, it's extremely rare for someone to check into rehab once and then you know what I'm good, I yeah. got it. Like that's just that's like just. It's, I wonder if that's because it's a pattern of behavior, and those are hard to just break. Um, like you, will, you will fall back on familiar behavior as a human being because it's familiar and it feels safe. Well, there, it's it's it can be a litany of things, you know. And you know, like you know, I lost my brother to to drugs, right? And you know, I mean, he would have stretches of time where like he he was great, right? And then, you know, it almost as if like. You know, you get that feeling once again for anybody who ha loves an addict or loved an addict. Like it's that feeling of like shit's been too good for too long. Something's something's gonna sure. happen, and like you just get a feeling, and yeah. it, it just it can happen at any time, anywhere, and it, it it's frustrating because you know once again you you love this person, you care for them, but there's only so much you can do. You can't. Yeah. You can't force an addict to get better. Yeah, like it's on them. You can be there for support. Right. You can be, you know, and 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 love them, but like you can't, you can't make them get better. And it sucks, yeah. and it, it's it's disheartening to see it happen again with Jeff Hardy. But you know, it, it, like you said, I I agree with you, Chuck. If if not having to wrestle anymore means he can stay on the straight and narrow, he could be there for his wife and kids. Like I'm. 
more than okay with that. Like, yeah. and there's like, been plenty of people over just over the last like 48 hours because we found out on Sunday, and then you know more news comes out on Monday. The last report I'd seen is that police uh, there's actually uh, footage of the police approach yeah. the car oh, with guns drawn. Yep. Whoa. Yeah, those um, guns drawn. There was, oh God. Yeah. So you know, I don't know what kind of state he was in. I don't know what his behavior was like. Oh, when he it was going seem, down. He didn't seem too confrontational, at least when he got out of the car. That's good. Uh, the the Footage really starts with the cops pulling or walking up to the vehicle with guns drawn. So sure. what the hell happened beforehand? Right. Yeah, you yeah. have no real idea. You have no idea. Um, one thing I want to kind of erase from that's being talked about is obviously, you know, people questioned AEW bringing him on so quickly, especially with the strange way he left WWE. Sure. And... I have questioned, and I actually hate the way they've booked him. They've, I mean, he's been there, you know, what, a month, a little over a month, and they've already put him in about four or five different matches that include some crazy, stupid stunt. Sure. That is not why this happened. No, I would. Oh I would God, that no. was the, some of the first no. things I saw on Sunday of people turning this into like, well, if Tony Khan wouldn't have been giving him money, he wouldn't be in this situation. And that's not. No, that's I, not I, I, that's not how this is. I don't believe that for a second. No, not one bit. In fact, I believe the exact opposite. I believe when everything with Jeff went down, he went to Matt and probably a couple other people that he figured knows Jeff and is like, I'd like to bring him in. What do you think? Right. And, yeah, you know, and I'm sure while you know it's probably true that uh, Matt, amongst other people, are enabling Jeff's behavior. Um, I, th- I mean, I I think once you, as you attested to, Erica, like once you know somebody has a history of addiction, mm-hmm. you kind of you you keep an eye on their behavior, yeah. Yeah. looking for signs. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, and and, and there I'm sure are signs. everyone who knows him has been keeping an eye on him yeah. for the last couple of months to make sure like, all right, I just want to just make sure you're good. Right. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, that's definitely not why this happened. And this is, I, I hate the way they booked him. I think it's more f- for the sake of, he can't really go as much as he can anymore. He can't really take it. The stunts don't look that good. And it's just from a wrestling standpoint, you're kind of overdoing it as you know, I, I a lot of people I call him fanboy Tony. You're kind of being a fanboy here of oh, I got Jeff Hardy. Let's have him do all these crazy stunts. Like, let's chill out on that. Even on that though, I'm sure a lot of that, much like Cody wrestling with his pec torn off the yeah. the thing. I'm sure a lot of that is Jeff going like, well, I could do this. Well, yeah, I'm and sure he everyone could do around it, him going. But to are do you it, sure? It's not that the stunts are happening. It's so many within a, a short time, right? Like he had, you know, and then they were about to put him in a ladder match this week. Like, yeah, we want to see a cool Jeff Hardy stunt, but like. Are you sure you want to do that? That often, every single week? Let's, 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 you know, so on. But this has nothing to do with that, right? Uh, But I do worry about, you know, look, you know, the incident with WWE, they brought him into AEW pretty damn quickly. Of course, he has the history he has. I'm, I'm actually, I actually believe that the whole incident with the WWE was him essentially working his way out of his contract. I agree with that. Whatever it was, it was. Strange. Oh, 100%. whether you agree, Undoubtedly. yeah, right. So whether you agree with Jeff or not, whether you, you know, whatever it is, is nothing to do with how WWE was booking them. I know a lot of people talk about it. It was strange, right? Like oh, you just sure. go wandering off into the crowd in the middle of a live event of a match. But I can, I can also like, I, I maybe I'm stupid, but I completely believe the man. They don't have anything for me here, and like my brother's That's having a bunch of, uh, and like they know I have a history of addiction. If I just act weird. 
But the, that they'll probably but that mentality get rid of me. That mentality is not okay. Like the mentality to want to get out, yeah. fine. Like you know, whatever you want to get out, you want to go to AEW, you want to go with your brother, whatever. That's fine. The mentality to 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 pull a stunt like that, knowing the history he has, clearly it's not re- fully resolved because here we are. Right. That's not that's not a good mentality to have. Like if if you if you're gonna look me in the face, if I'm his fa- close family or friend, and you're gonna tell me, hey, I'm gonna do this because I don't want to be here anymore. I'm going to look you in the face and, and it's nothing to do with whether or not he should have stayed in WWE or left or whatever. Right. That's fucking stupid. That that's not, no, that's yeah. that. That's no, that's not okay. Right. And cl- again, clearly we're, it's not like we're decade years, years past the issues. The issue is still present. Oh, sure. Well, the issues never go away. And the even, issue, sure. even, even when you ha- like, cause uh, Matt Hardy has been sober for a number of years, mm-hmm. I think well over a decade now, yes. but like, it's always hard to tell. <laughs> if he's sober or not, he's, he's got he's, such a strange mind. He's a, he's a, he's a weird cat, that Matt Hardy. Yes. Uh, but like, you, you have to work at it constantly. Like, it, once you know, it's not like, oh, well, I got a year, I'm good. Yep. No, yeah. no, it doesn't work. That's not how it. That's not how addiction works. Maybe, right. maybe Jeff saw Brian Danielson, CM Punk, and Cody all go down with injury. I was like, I've been falling off shit for three weeks trying to get the summer vacation, and it's not happening. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna have to get back on the pills. Well, oh, I, I mean, gallows humor, and I appreciate it. Sure, but uh, you know, what up, whatever it is. Yeah, you know, just hopefully, hopefully, he gets the help that he needs in this moment, and he can live a long, fruitful life. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not crazy about Tony's statement um, overall. Um, I, I kind of. What else is he supposed to do? I yeah, think you just you... keep it generic. Of like, you, we all know what happened, right? Obviously, it's all over the news. Tony's Tony Khan does not make generic anything. Right. That's that's very true, and I, I feel like in this situation, at um, least he didn't tweet out, "I have a huge announcement," and then <laughs> wait till tomorrow to tweet yeah, I, I, tweet I, I, out I, that I, Jeff I mean, is not wrestling. Yeah, I, I think his statement was. To an extent, you appreciate the transparency of everything going on, you know, behind the scenes and so on. Um, uh, with a situation like this, I, you know, I, I, you know, I, I think it's more appropriate for any company in general. Like, you know, yes, you need, like, they're going to let us know so-and-so is suspended, whatever it right. is, you know, or just not on the show, whatever move they make, if they fire somebody, they release somebody. I think you keep it generic. You know what I well, mean? They could have waited until Dynamite tomorrow and then had uh, uh, Taz come on commentary and say something about how unprofessional Jeff Hardy is and how many people he let down. <laughs> Yeah, that's maybe not the, the route to go either. Uh, no, but I think, you know, statements like that, um, I just think for the sake of, you know, again, it's not necessarily private. We know what's going on. Um, for the sake of privacy for the, the the individual and what it is, a generic Jeff Hardy's been suspended without pay. He will not be on Dynamite. Sure. And and I love, of course, I love the, the, the last line of getting, you know, getting that, that word out there, of course. Um, but, you know, but I just think, you know, a company like this, transparency really isn't always the way to go. Um, you know, I think a generic statement well, unf- of just "Hey." Unfortunately, as we've established, Tony Khan is Tony Khan. If is, he's anything, he's, he's transparent. Fairly transparent about what he's doing. Yeah, and I think he, you know, I, again, sometimes generic is the way to go with situations like that. You so know, so is no longer with us, or so and so is suspended. I was going to wait to get to this, but speaking of Tony Khan's transparency, yep. let's get to the MJF watch. It was the news of the town uh, yes, or last week, 
Erica, what do you have for us in this week's MJF Watch? This week's MJF Watch, nothing. Back to you, Chuck. All right, that's been your MJF Watch from the One Fall Show here. Uh, We'll uh, check in next week with Erica, see if uh, there's any news on MJF. I will say I did go to a Walmart and could not find an MJF figure. So. Well, how about that? Good Flying off the shelves. There were some signs at, uh, at Dynamite. There were. Yep. Some yep. MJF signs, uh, you know, so I guess you could put that in there. Uh, guys, want to do some questions? Let's do some questions. Let's do sure. some questions. Remind me of what happened this week in wrestling. Yeah, I was going to say, shoot. Once again, it didn't penetrate. All right, let's start with AEW. Let's go with uh, who will compete for the AEW interim world title at Forbidden Door. We have a one-on-one match announced. Well, we, me, Erica, um, we well, we got uh, Tanahashi, yes, of course, and uh, Mr. John Moxley. That's I it. Didn't, I didn't know the, what the New Japan was, but I remembered. I remembered Moxley. Yeah, yeah Moxley. All, uh, all due respect to Hiroki Goto, who was facing Tanahashi in that match. The, the Goto wasn't going over, even though I love Hiroki Goto. I, I think was going to say, not knowing either of those people, Tanahashi seems like the shoe in. Yeah. Like it, it just seems like. Here's really? the real. I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Here's the real question, Justin, because this I totally forgot. Who won the battle royal and fought Moxley at the end of the show? Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly, that's right. Which I yeah. will say, I absolutely love the way they've booked Kyle O'Reilly since he's been there. Yeah. Because he started to kind of break out in his own individual stardom before leaving NXT. Oh sure. And the fact that they've kind of kept that going while still keeping him with the undisputed elite, I love it. They gave him a pay per view win over Darby Allen. Uh, you know, they gave him the battle royal win. The match with Moxley was fucking great. Yeah, I seem to recall though when it when he won the battle royal, thinking like, "Well, you're not gonna beat John Moxley." I agree. I agree. <laughs> if you'd have given me like Keith Lee, or I think there was a couple of other Moxley was winning there, either was way. Like, yeah, like Moxley was probably winning that, but. When I saw yeah. Kyle O'Reilly, I was like, oh, well, Moxley's definitely Kyle O'Reilly could take the loss and, and still be unhurt by it. That's why I love that they put him in that spot, because yeah. all they did is make him look strong. I do love that they took the one guy who took the Dean Ambrose cell and ex- and, and expunged on it while he was in NXT, so they could both do the spot where they bounce through the ropes and come back. Uh, you mean the wacky line? The wacky line, yeah. I love the wacky uh, line. <laughs> wacky line. God uh, damn it. I, I, but I love that they put him in that spot. Uh, they've done a good job of making him look strong. Uh, yeah. I, I like him a lot. I like him more as like the bulldog of the Undisputed Elite than yeah. on his own. Like, may, And maybe that's just the way he was. Yeah, he was I don't think he NXT. breaks apart. I don't. I don't see him on his own really well, as well as I see him as like the submission monster of Red Dragon. Oh, for sure. I think uh, too. But if you look at everyone in the Battle Royal, I don't see anyone that would have beat Moxley. I think Moxley makes the most sense to be in this spot. Yeah, he's got was, the most ties with anyone that you put in from New Japan. That was the most disappointing. I think if anybody had a chance from from what I can remember was in there. It was uh, Kingston who was in there at the very beginning and then got eliminated. Yeah. If yeah. like Kingston would have survived the thing or MJF would have magically been in that battle royal then I'd been like, all right, this is going to be a fight. Yeah, that would have been. This could go either way and mm-hmm. I am intrigued. That would, that yeah, and MJF, I don't think Eddie Kingston would have had a shot uh, personally uh, to be in that spot. Unfortunately, as much as we love him, and yeah, I, I don't like think they some, still. St- I don't think they see him as a world title guy yet. I think that at someday you got to pull the trigger on him, oh, and the yeah. longer you wait, the tighter that window becomes. Oh, for sure. But you know, it goes to the fact that they have a lot of really good talent, a lot of really good options. Sure. Uh, uh, Ricky, from what I recall, Ricky Starks looked pretty goddamn good in that battle royal. He did. 
Swerve yeah. had some great spots. Yeah, Swerve, Swerve and Lee. Yeah, Keith like, Lee. That was interesting. Those are guys. Yeah, and those are guys that will you know give us good spots and matches like this, good performances. But we have so many years to get that out of them mm. that they're like, yeah, we're just gonna build them by giving them great performances and battle royals like this. But they're sure. not gonna win it. Yeah. Uh, but how? I guess uh, how possible is it that the, the interim world title goes to New Japan? That's an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, it could. It could. I don't. I, I, I'm not, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't if know it a does. ton about Tanahashi, but considering that title probably isn't gonna like. I don't think it's gonna last longer than the summer. I think CM Punk's probably back by the fall. Hopefully. So that that dream match happens at like All Out or something, and yeah. like, yeah, if we, we were already looking forward to Tanahashi versus Punk, so this just kind of like pushes it off to the future. Well, Tanahashi um, has already extended. Um, an offer to CM Punk to have a match at Wrestle Kingdom. Right, which so, that would be fascinating I to mean, watch. I mean, that would be amazing to watch. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, so who knows if it'll get stretched out further. I mean, once we we just don't know yet. There's so many moving parts and so many things that could happen. Uh, but, like, it's, you know, Forbidden Door, um, the build we? has been, I you know, not as... Um, fervent as i as i'd like it i feel like we're gonna get a lot of stuff packed into this uh week's episode of dynamite i was gonna say what are we two weeks away from forbidden door at this point yeah so a week uh, from sunday yeah yeah. so there's so we're we're coming off of dominion uh which there was a lot of title changes there and a lot of like interesting little little tidbits uh you had uh tamatanga drop the never open weight championship to carl anderson so that's another title for Bullet Club. Bullet Club sure. had an amazing night at Dominion. That's what I'd read. Yes. Um, you had Jay White defeating Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Whew. So so that's two big titles yeah. for, for Bullet Club. Uh, Bullet Club did drop uh, the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, but they dropped them to United Empire's Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb. Mm. So, And uh, Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb have been uh, making their presence known on AEW programming. They weren't the tag team that was on Friday, were they? I don't recall, but they're, they are the ones that remember when I was a little stoned and I'm like, oh, there's Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb. Yes. What? Yeah. Yes. So, so that's them. Um, and you had, uh, well, the United States, um, oh yeah, the, uh, the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, uh, went to Will Ospreay. The title was on Juice Robinson. He had to, NJTB, NJPW has a really weird kind of rule. Like if you cannot defend the title, like if you're booked to, for a show and you can't make the show for any reason, you could be sick. Uh, in Juice's case, like he had appendicitis, like he had to, like he had to have surgery. Sure, you know appendicitis. Yeah, that's serious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he couldn't make the the match, so he had to relinquish the title. And then it was Will Ospreay against Sonata. Uh, Will Ospreay went over uh, with that title. So that, that was that was who. I'm sorry to interrupt you. That was who was on Friday's Rampage. Oh, Will Ospreay, Ospreay yes. and his team. Yes. Yeah, so. Way to give up one of my questions, Chuck. She's. Eh, it's okay. <sighs> I got it right before you even asked it. Do I get a bonus point for that? I think he should. You should get negative <laughs> points. If you didn't get to that. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you ha- there's a lot of interesting developments on the New Japan side, and 
um, as we are heading into Forbidden Door. It's I'm very excited to see how they place everything because yeah. then you also have you also have Zack Saber Jr. calling out Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. which. I mean, we haven't, but we haven't seen Danielson, you know, in yeah, a, couple a couple weeks. weeks so yeah, I'm but his, he was only supposed to be on the shelf for a couple of weeks. His injury Holden. wasn't supposed to be long term. Sure. He's got so two I'm, dynamites and two rampages to make his uh, make his face shown and well, let I, us know he's going to be out there. One. I have a funny feeling that, you know, ZSJ wouldn't have called him out if he didn't know like this could be an option yeah you know he's he's rather smart uh zach saber jr but like that's that's a wrestler's wrestling match a lot of mat based action well when it comes to the build of this pay-per-view too it's not a normal pay-per-view at least in my brain right i think it's going to be you know we have some tournaments in the world title picture and so on uh you know adam page is already calling you know calling out adam page and adam cole are both going back and forth with, right with getting title opportunities and so on. I think it's going to be a situation where the week leading up to the show, we're going to have a lot of just call outs. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, or at least accepting of challenges from the previous week, uh, which I'm okay with. Again, this isn't a, yeah, in my brain. It's not a normal pay-per-view of like, Oh, you need to AEW does such a phenomenal job. We've said this before in the, like the month leading up to a pay-per-view that if this is a pay-per-view where the week of, they're just like call out, call out, challenge, accepted, challenge, accepted. We're having these matches. I'm okay with that. Like that. That's what this is in my brain. At least. Yeah. It's if, not you normal. Built, if you built every pay-per-view like that, it would get, annoying it is but every now and again i really enjoy kind of like the haphazard oh i guess this is happening on well, sunday that's this fun. type of pay-per-view the, the the shine is that it's AEW and, and njpw coming together right you know it isn't necessarily like having to build because no they are separate companies they are doing their and own if, things if that doesn't get you in the door already then you're not anything gonna we announce in the next two weeks probably and that's it i do think like they probably like it seems a little bit more hectic than i'd anticipate likely due to some injuries that have sure. taken place. So you kind of, you, know, you do have to account for that. Um, but like, once again, like my two favorite promotions are doing a big old show together. Like that's, that's exciting. Oh, hell me. yeah. That's why she's on the pay-per-view pod next week. There you it. go. So uh, one thing too, we're talking about the interim title. I see um, what you, you sneak that in there. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, with the interim title, I said last week, I'm not a fan of it. I, don't, I, I appreciate the thought to be different, but, for me, some things are just meant to be left alone, and I think Punk should have been had the title taken off of him personally. Um, I don't think Wardlow coming out either, one of your you know biggest stars right now, at least overwise, coming out and saying I wasn't in a battle royal because I don't want that interim title. I don't want to wait till Punk comes back. That kind of again diminishes whoever does win the interim title a little bit. Like I just think it's uh, overall. I, I don't I take the title off of Punk. Let's get him healthy. Bring him back. And I like it because it's different. And like the only point of reference I have for it is like that's what they do in the UFC. Is like you uh, have an interim champion. Yeah, and that's fair. When somebody's hurt and they can't defend it, you have an interim champion, and then eventually you have yeah. a, a match between the two champs. And well, this is how. It, and like I said, I like it because it's a little different. And you know, we're we're used to how WWE used to do things. Yeah, but, and it's not just a WWE thing. It's just to me, it makes sense. You know, because personally. I don't see no matter who they put the title on or who has the title when Punk comes back, Punk's getting that title back, in my brain, at least. Probably. I'd say there's probably a 98% chance sure. that's exactly and what that's we're going to see. And that's why I don't like the interim vibe overall. Like it, To me, it's no different. The one thing I will say, though, if, you know, with this interim you know, situation, if the route they go with this is giving it to New Japan, and however long it is until Punk comes back, it's just a story of AEW trying to get their title back. 
Yeah, and maybe. Punk needs to come back to play savior. I'm into that. I don't know Tanahashi's character enough to know if that's what they're going for. I don't think it, I don't think it matters who was in that New Japan spot. Right. Tanahashi or anyone else, I think just the idea that a New Japan star who is not going to be on AEW every week, right? Because they're still got their shit to do. Right. Has the AEW world title and in the meantime, however many appearances they can make between now and Punk coming back, and the story that they can put behind it, having AEW's biggest names bickering with each other and trying to get to New Japan, trying to get them here, trying to get the world title back on an AEW guy, I think that's a really cool way to fill in Punk being gone. Interim title or not, which they could do that without being an interim title, but I think that's a cool way to do it. Uh, speaking to Tanahashi, and I know we've mentioned this before, but like, I mean, Tanahashi is, is your John Cena of New Japan. Like okay. He is very, he is the baby face of the baby faces. Uh, he's got his big ass bangs. His, his, he's got he, giant, like him and Hook could have a fight over who's oh, got more bangs. Oh, it'd be fun. I would like to a see A bang that. off, if you will. A bang off, if you will. <laughs> um, Why is it title when Shawnee's gone, we are horny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Extreme. That's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. But I mean, I, I, you know, Tanahashi could definitely make it work, especially since they have announced the uh, the roster for the G one this year, and they've switched it up a little bit. Usually, it's two blocks of wrestlers, ten in each block. Now it's four blocks, seven in each block. Mm. So they've expanded the amount of people involved. Um, and, you know, there aren't as many, um, like, foreign talent as I would expect. But I will say the the one that really intrigued me, unless, do you have a G1 question, No, Justin? you're good. Please continue. Yes. Um, so, hold on. Again. Okay. Because uh, they, they unveiled the, the participants during... Um, the Dominion show at Osaka Joe Hall. So they're they're going through and um Japan for their crowds they're still under a like you cannot audibly cheer. Sure. But th so there were some surprises that made everyone like you heard in the crowd oh ah. like it was so um Lance Archer Ooh. is going to be taking part in the G1 and actually Lance Archer um you know, has a history with New Japan, so yeah. having him return, I think, is outstanding. Give him something to do. He's not doing much in AEW right now. Well, yeah. and I think it. He, I mean, he's he's uh, he's just a he was just a great monster heel mm -hmm. that everyone loved in New Japan. Like he he was super over, um, you know, with with the crowd. Uh, do you do you want me to just read off real quick the, the names? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we yeah, got bring o it. Uh, Okada, Tanahashi, Tetsuya Naito, Hiroki Goto, Tamatanga, Shingo Takagi. Chase Owens, I don't care for him. Uh, Bad Luck Fale, Yujiro Takahashi, uh, which interesting that Takahashi is in there. They have a lot. Usually the G1 is for the heavyweights. There's a couple of junior heavyweights in here. Takahashi is one cool. of them. Cool. Uh, you have Evil, uh, Tom Lawler, Juice Robinson, Jonah, which is hey, great yeah, to yeah. see. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that yeah. was a fun surprise. Uh, Yoshihashi, Toru Yano, because he's goofy. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii, because God bless him, he has no neck. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Cobb, the great Okan. It's just great Okan, not the great Okan. My apologies. Will Ospreay, Aaron Hanare, Sanada, Jay White, Kenta, 
which yeah. is great yeah. to see yeah. him back. El Fantasmo, who is a junior heavyweight, he's part of Bullet Club. If you've never seen El Fantasmo, like he is just he's just a just a piece of shit heel. He's so good at it though. <laughs> he's so good. Uh, tai Chi, aka the the uh, Castlevania guy, as hey, as, all right. Uh, Shawnee has referred to him. Shout out to uh, Zach Saber Jr., Lance Archer, and David Finley. Like it's okay. a solid. It's a, you know you got a couple of surprises there, a couple of wild cards, especially with like um, Tom Lawler and Jonah and whatnot. So right. like I mean I'm gonna be tuning in because uh, you know I, I love the G1. It's fun. Um, I like it. But yeah, but man, if Tanahashi is in the G1 and he has like an interim AEW belt and he take and he's wearing that wherever yeah. he goes during right. the G1. That would be pretty dope. That's badass. That's badass. So who knows? It's exciting. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Let's do uh, one more AEW question. Yes. Too. Before um, I can spoil it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> AEW announced a new title. What is the name of that title? Is it the, what the all-Atlantic title belt thing? Yeah, that sounds right. You are correct. Not only really? A little bit. Not title belt thing. Just all at, you know, the... Oh, I All can't Atlantic. believe I can't believe I got it. <laughs> that, that, that's what it is. I think uh, I think we were all disappointed. It wasn't a trio's title. Um, yeah, I'd said to you the day after I'd seen you here at the at the uh, office, and I'm like, I hope that it's just like it's like the winner of the greatest Royal Rumble. Like it's not an, it's it, not it a real title. Like it. It's just a, a title that you get. It for doesn't winning a sound tournament. like it. It sounds like it's gonna be something. I'm not sure. Uh, I hope it's not something where. Listen, I'm happy. You know, I love they did they did Owen Hart uh, tournament. Right. It makes no, why are Adam Cole and Britt Baker carrying that thing around? They're not defending it. It's not to be defended because like you want the tournament. Big. That's great. They're really big. <laughs> they're big belts. I'm like, because why are they here? Like, why are these belts here? Like, I appreciate because the Owen Hart won a Slammy and carried it around for like years. <laughs> I mean, and if you want to pay tribute to Owen Hart and you want an Owen Hart title, then you, if that's you the carry real, that prop around. If that's the real meaning behind it, kudos for the long-term thought with that. But I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't find it. By the way, making any sense? Um, you mentioned Jonah and Jeff Cobb. Yeah, they have been on a run in Super Universe for the last like month because Nate drafted them both to AEW, <laughs> and every week they're in a rivalry match. And we've watched one or two of them, and they were real good. But nice. it's it's funny to hear that in New Japan that that's happen. something that could happen. Awesome. Ooh, if they're in the same block together, I mean, they won't announce the blocks until a later date. We just mm -hmm. know the participants. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they break up all. 28 of those guys right. so i'm i'm excited right. uh, and well the cool thing is with this tournament for the all atlantic uh title uh there will be njbw representation yes. in it. so and which that, is weird because japan's in the pacific i mean if this is a belt that's going to be that its sole <laughs> purpose is to be defended kind of in other <sighs> promotions at all times and like it, there's and it's it's going to be the device that brings people to different promotions. Um, then I'm all for that. Like I, agree I, with that. I love. Yeah, that's fine. I can I, I can agree with that. I love. Or it's I mean, a division that's only made up of people who aren't from America, essentially. Perhaps. I mean, that seems to be how they've set this up. Yeah, like even Canada gets a uh, some representation yeah. in this tournament. Yeah, they yeah. Page. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if this is the thing that they had to create in order to basically have the the mingling of the promotions then fine 
fine. That yeah, that I'm with. If it is an AEW, you know, specific belt overall, like it makes no sense because they've they've ruined the TNT title so far. Although Wardlow coming out and saying he wants the title, I'm yeah. like, yes. Give too. it to him. That's a perfect way to not hot shot him too much. Give him a belt. Give him let a, him look strong. Give him the workhorse mid-card title. Yeah, and, and make the title look so damn good. Make him look so damn good. That's the way to go. But the fact that they've ruined the TNT title picture so hard, like now's not the time to debut a title that's just AEW. If it's the route you said when it comes to it's a different promotion thing, that's cool. I like that. That's is fun. It hot in here? Like I am burning. Oh up yeah. No, the the, the HVAC like, is something is wrong with oh. the HVAC in this second floor, and it is. We warm. are struggling here. Also, I might have to go to the bathroom because once again, it's coming back. Oh, if you want to need, wow. yeah, if you need to take know. a I, I take a to, siesta. I, yes, a siesta. All right. You can feel free to continue without me. I, uh, is the bathroom open downstairs in the the in the hallway? hub? Uh, yeah, it should be. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm just going to take, I'm going to do that one. <laughs> Bye, guys. BRB. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> it's what, what you've always wanted, huh? Well, I was going to say. A one-on-one. -on -one. It's me and Chuck. Oh. What are you doing to us right now, Erica? You don't realize that. Should I do the main camera, too? <laughs> uh, is there a two camera? There is. All right, try it out. Let's see what happens. Let's see what is it. It'll I hope be it's funny me. if it's not you. <laughs> it it's is. a different camera. But it is no no longer a black background. It's all the extra stuff. Oh, it's got I don't all the like stuff. That. Yeah, you can I get rid of like that. that. It's easy. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to mess too much while we're out. You know, we'll, we'll stare at Eric's And we're, we're very uh, we're very small screens on I know, that that <laughs> I'm going. I went back. I went all back. right. Oh man! Well, let's, yeah, let's, I I knew as soon as the minute I saw it, I was like, "Well, oh, Justin hates this." Yeah, I I hate it if again if it's an AEW specific thing, I hate it because the TNT title needs attention. The TNT title needs quality names, and if we have to divide the mid card I, I, between two titles, now's not the time to do it. I think it's uh like it's it's the wrong step in fixing a problem. Like if the problem is that we have too many wrestlers and not enough belts, making another belt isn't solving the problem. <laughs> Nope. We don't need a hardcore and a European yes. and a cruiserweight title and, and like no no it's well and I think with that at the, you know at that era of wrestling when you had the hardcore and European title let's be real the people that were mainly more times than not in those divisions it's not like they were top card guys right? no they were people that if I give them a belt then people will be then I can give them a story and people will be concerned with the story exactly because otherwise we don't really care like otherwise hardcore title, I don't Al, care about Al Snow is getting nowhere near Al the Intercontinental Snow, or heavyweight the title Crash Holly I don't care about Raven I don't care about without a hardcore title European title what about Raven what about me what about yeah. Raven you know what I mean but like and even the European title right Christian was in a funk there and they put it on him DDP wasn't really over yeah the European title it was definitely like it, it was a, a Sunday night heat. Like, let's yes. let's see if we can trust you with this. It's like, Brown. It's like the keys to the junker car yes. that your parents would give you is like, if you can bring this back, then yes. maybe I'll think about letting you take the family sedan. The issue that AEW has is the fact that, you know, they don't have guys like that, right? Like they have a lot of guys, yes, but they have a lot of quality names. Like right. guys that we want to see in legitimate stories, not just a hardcore European title picture. If you were going to give us another singles title and you've already given us a TBS and a TNT title, why didn't you just make us a YouTube title? Yes. Yep. And defend, and defend it on dark. Defend it on, make dark worth something, right? Like put gold on that, put a gold on somebody on there. See how someone carries a title. Cause I know they use that as their little training, you know, situation. Sure. But I don't know. And I don't, I don't like the idea again. 
I wouldn't mind it as much if the TNT title picture was hot, right? Like if everything about that TNT title was fun, taken care of right, and it's like, okay, we, you know, that's that's smooth. Now let's focus on this. But that's not taken care of, and now we're going to try to I introduce with, something else. I agree with what Erica said. Like if this is a way to put some shine on like, hey, if we get a guy this title and then he goes over to AAA and defends the title on one yeah. of their shows. Yeah. And then he goes to New Japan and defends the title on one of their shows. And like, you know, yeah. it, an international kind of like, hey, these guys are connected with AEW, so it's fine. It'll yeah. be cool. Yep. And Erica is returning. Speaking of it's fine, it'll be cool. Oh, you know what's funny is the camera on that thing actually s can see that door. So like you open it up and Kate, you're like, hi, <laughs> Hello. Hello. she's back. I'm here. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, with, yeah, tummy issues. Yeah. But show goes on. Show must go on. All right. What do uh, you got for us? WWE questions, if you don't mind. Go for it, uh, girl. All right. So what title change took place in WWE this week? Yell at your name if you got the Chuck. answer. Um, <laughs> I, I know I witnessed a murder on Friday when uh, Walter destroyed poor uh, Ricochet. That's it. <laughs> That's yeah, that's right. That was the that's entire reason I tuned into SmackDown Gunther. too. Was like I want to see Walter kill this small, this tiny man. That match went on longer than I expected. It wasn't bad. And I didn't mind it. But I really like you could that match could have been less than five minutes. You could have let Ricochet hit a bunch of neat stuff and then take one chop and be done. I I didn't mind them and giving I would, them some time. Ricochet, I would not have minded. Yeah, Ricochet deserves a little more than that, especially because you know, Ricochet might deserve more than that. But I believe. You protect Gunther. That was that was me saying Ricochet deserves more. Yeah, no, I think you, I think you protect the savagery of Gunther slash Walter. I'm not mad at Ricochet necessarily losing the title because I don't mind Gunther getting it because right. he is a badass and you know putting a title on him is not a bad idea. Uh, but yeah, Ricochet definitely deserves at least a match like that. Like if it would have been a three minute squash, even if within that three minutes he got some cool moves in. I kind of would have been like, okay, you you know, that that's not what he did. Because it's already bad enough that he's losing the title yeah, we, pretty quick. We reserve those squashes for Brock Lesnar and Kofi Kingston. Thank you very much. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're pretty good right now. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, on it. Uh, I'm okay with this title change. Uh, I I mean, this guy's a badass, man. The, I the love rumor, so we may have even mentioned it last week on the show, but the, the, the rumor is that this leads to Sheamus and Walter at the the – the European pay-per-view mm, for that IC okay title. That. And yeah, yeah. I want to see those two I big like hosses that. hit each other so hard. Yes. You can see handprints on them. One thing, one thing I love about Gunther right now is I love Ludwig Kaiser. Yeah, I think he is it. so like, I feel bad for the third guy in, in, Yes, <laughs> in uh, Imperium I, I, that I, got that left just, behind in NXT. Yeah, like they just rebranded him too, and I don't remember what it was. At. Oh, I didn't know is. he was still going in NXT. He's in regular NXT now, and like I said, they just rebranded him. I don't remember what it was. Damn, I'll have to check that. I did not know he was still in NXT, but I love the. I think that the entrance is perfect. I think he does a great job. It's, yeah, it's he's fun. got the he's got the look. I, I love that uh, for to enhance the the uh, Gunther character. If anybody stands a chance. Of bucking the trend of NXT talent getting called up and immediately being un being used improperly, it is Walter. It's yeah. hard to misuse him because he's so yeah. You have to yeah, go all, literally out of your way. You would have to, to like, do what they're trying to do with Shanky and like, oh, let's make him dance. It's like pretty hard to misuse Shinsuke Nakamura or uh, uh, the Psycho Killer who's over on Raw right now. Just kind of say. yeah. Exactly. He is, and it's funny too. And I, I hate to say this because obviously, you know, you should be able to live your personal life and so on. He's too goofy on social media. Have you, Veer? 
Mahan. He is. He weird. is. He is fun. And so like and he, I he appreciate does break that, but like, bro, I don't know. I guess Bruh. for him, because of the type of character he is, cool off on that a little I bit. We're trying to get you over as a monster here. I don't remember what match on Raw it was that the graphic came up. It's like, like coming up, Veer versus Rey Mysterio. I'm like. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yes, I saw that. It was on Raw last night. And I'm like, fantastic. How exciting. Awesome. Glad I'm spending my night watching this shit. Yeah. I, th- I again, if I'm WWE, dude, we're trying to build you as this fucking monster. Like, you can have, like, I'm not saying don't be on social media. Right. Stop being extra goofy on social media. <laughs> yeah, like, like Becky is, is the king of being goofy on social media, but she understands I must remain kayfabe. But that's my thing. Right Becky, now. Seth, like they go on social media, they're goofy, whatever, but it's within character. Like it's part of being in oh, this business. You mean Seth Franklin, Franklin Rollins? Rollins? Which he Franklin. changed his Twitter name to that too. Outstanding. Brilliant. Yeah, he is a fantastic. I was I almost that. hoping that when he came out last night, they'd have changed his graphic. <laughs> just for one week. Uh, just for one week. Just to be like, yeah, we see you. I, I, I wish, I, I thought the announce team was going to mention it because uh, yeah. Jimmy Smith is good for overselling the freaking part in Seth freaking Rollins. Sure. And I was waiting for Corey Graves or Byron Saxon to be like, you know, nice. throw a Franklin. Franklin. Like, yeah. <laughs> Frank, come here. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go with who will be making their return to Monday Night Raw next week? Is it? Nope. That's June 27th. Oh, that's June 27th. Can't even get my weeks. dates set. Mm. Oh my God. I had it, but perhaps it went down the terlet. Erica. I reckon I get a dump over here. It's yeah. a dump truck. No. It's dump truck coming around. No, no, no. That's what happened truck. in the bathroom downstairs. Wow. <laughs> Damn it's it. It's fine. Damn it. I think it's who's, fine. Coming, who's coming back to Raw? Is it Edge? Nope. Jesus. I don't know. Two, nope. Zero for two. I was busy watching Dominion. That's fine. Uh, Dominion you, was a long ass show. Yeah, that's fine. I'm sure you, I'm sure you, you were much more uh, invested in that than I was in Monday Night Raw. <laughs> no answers? No, I got nothing. Who is it? Elias. Oh, that's oh shit, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. I, I did see that. I just said last week all they got to do is spend a little money on a beard. Oh, and man. here we go. So, I am actually in. I don't know. So explain because like I, I didn't have time to really dig into this because so, I was I was kind of busy with the New Japan yes. stuff because that's that's my role on the show. What is going on with the Damien Sandow discourse? They ever. So Ezekiel. Last night, I, I love what they're doing with this. KO obviously is selling the hell out of this. Oh, course. yeah. Of course. Yeah. But Ezekiel, uh, I can't remember. I think he won. I can't. He faced KO last he night. He faced KO. He and won. He he won by count out by count because out. one of the people at the table said something about Ezekiel and he stood on the table and screamed at them, It's Elias. You're a liar. And did it for so long that he had He got counted out. Yeah. So great! So he he cut a promo after the match. How he like everyone does this time of year. I want to be in the Money in the Bank. Yep. He goes, I'm excited, and you know my brother at this time of year gets excited, and he wants to come back, and he will be putting on a concert next week. Yes. And Elias will be putting on a concert next week. I'm I can't wait. The Damian Sandow discourse come from people. He just recently retired. I guess had his Aaron Stevens oh, just really? recently okay. had his last match. People, if you put them side by side, he you put. A bandana, what? the look, the guitar, Similar. they can make yeah. him look. He was like the Mrs. Uh, he was Stunt the Mrs. Stunt Double. Of course. So, so they this want, is perfect. They want WWE. The answer's right there <laughs> to bring that, bring him in to be Elias and be Ezekiel's brother. See, I was convinced that 
they'll do up his makeup so he's Elias again and he'll perform in the middle of the ring and KO will come out and swear that it's Ezekiel and then they'll show footage in the back of a couple people watching the concert and Ezekiel will be backstage. I am very intrigued on how they're going to do this. I am worried because obviously (laughs) we know WWE could let us down. I really hope no. No, right? I really hope this isn't just as simple as Ezekiel comes out in a stupid costume. I hope they put some thought into this, whether it is Damian Sandow, whether it is some cool, you know, fun, whatever it is, editing of some sort. And the issue when it, it comes would, to... It would be insulting for Kevin, o- Kevin Owens to have built this story so well over the last two months yes. for them to flub it to m- next week. That's my point. So, and Elias always does his concerts in the ring. Correct. Right. So whatever they have to do, or whether whether they're hiring somebody, mm-hmm. how crazy would it be if we find out Ezekiel is actually a twin brother of Elias? That'd be fucking <laughs> insane. I, mean, I would, would lose my shit. Uh, it would be the Hebners all over again. Oh my god, I would lose it. Um, As a little kid, I my mind could not process that. I would lose my mind if that happened. How great was that? I was that? like, how are they doing this? Yeah. My parents had to. That was the first instance of twins my young mind had ever seen. Yeah. I will say, I can't help but think of uh, the two. From WrestleMania Nine. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, it's probably not going to be that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want. I don't want them to fuck this up either. I know. It's, it's, fuck it's this been up. fun. This is fun, and this is, I am so intrigued to see how they do this so much. I'm glad this because this is something that they could easily edit up and make look whatever in the Thunderdome era, but no oh, fans yeah, are there. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, that's why I was like, okay, well they'll film something earlier in the day but with you have Ezekiel a live crowd with people no with Ezekiel with people backstage that's watching fine, the concert on the going to the ring oh but Ezekiel in, the, in a beard no I that's don't. not enough yeah that's no. not enough I don't I, I don't know if I'd love that like it depends on how it plays out but I want something more than just Ezekiel in a dumb costume mm. whether you're hiring someone that looks like Elias whether we find out Ezekiel is actually the it's, twin brother, whatever it is. It's freaking Luke Gallows again. <laughs> remember, when he, remember when he was fake Kane for fake like a Kane. month? Fake Kane. Well, and then Kane was fake Diesel. Yep. yep. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We could just bring it full circle and have Kevin Nash come back as Elias. Yeah, keep okay. it going. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't hate it. Because can you, um, can you imagine Kevin Nash showing up, no selling it, just being like, it's a paycheck. Yeah. I don't give a damn. <laughs> right. I don't care. That's what they asked me to do. <laughs> I I am excited for this. I am excited to see how they do this. I hope they don't fuck it up because yeah. this is so good. Yeah. Uh, but the fa- I didn't expect it to be this quick, right? To 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 mm, get some form of like reveal of whatever right. it is, like Elias or not. Like, I think you hold on to Damian Sandow until Kevin demands a tag team match. You could do that, but then what do you? But again, what do you do for next week? I don't know. I, we, we will. Uh, we will just have to. I wait will and say see. this because then because then it's up to the rest of us to continue to act like Damian Sando is Elias. Yeah, <laughs> I. I am, it just makes it funnier. We're I all, am definitely. We're intrigued all gaslighting by that. poor Kevin Owens into insanity. I am oh. definitely intrigued by that. I got one more question. All uh, right, this is kind of uh, just outside the ring. Um, what two superstars reportedly got into a confrontation last month in a hotel in Houston? Oh shit. I know this one, but I'm already. What two? I'm sorry. I'm already up by one. Superstar slash wrestlers, whatever the hell, Erica. (laughs) Wow, rude. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm not answering this question anymore. I am a. I am a 
am offended. I am not offended. You are care. not. Actually, <laughs> you no. don't want to tell him. Stars. You don't want to tell him that it was uh, MVP and Matt Hardy, or not Matt Chris Jericho. Nope. Chris Jericho. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did. The superstars that. actually would have worked because Chris Jericho is a sports entertainer and that AEW. is true. It's true. Joss. Oh. Yeah. Joss. Joss. Oh man. Yeah. And Matt Hardy was reportedly involved, and yep. uh, well, at least he was in the conversation. When is MVP's uh, diss track for Jeff or for Chris Jericho? Yeah. Come out. These silly middle-aged so men. It was way better than it had any right to be. Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. MVP is so good. Like honestly, so I heard I heard the quote of Jericho: "I don't fight jobbers." Like, listen, listen, right. Chris. Mm. Listen, Chris. Mm. Shut the hell up. Mm. No, he just inducts them into his factions. First off, <laughs> you're, I was gonna say your faction is full of jobbers, except even, for maybe Daniel Garcia. Who I don't has, even. I don't even have to specify anybody, and everyone gets that joke. That was a good one. That was good. Well done, sir. Yeah, very true. So everyone's got at least one name that immediately pops to mind. I was like, oh yeah, that guy doesn't do nothing. Does he? Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> and the closest thing they got in Joss right now has no charisma one bit. in Daniel Garcia, like he's got athleticism, yeah. but then Amy, he talks and you're like, you're a fucking dork. Amy's in the <laughs> chat and says a uh, quote from MVP. Fuck this wizard. <laughs> <laughs> well done. My lady. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Fantastic. Thank uh, you for participating on Twitch. And you can too. You can watch us on uh, Tuesday nights. All the cool kids this. are doing it. Yes. Someone join Amy in the chat. Please. I know my husband might be watching. You join the chat. Quit, quit, lurk, quit lurking. Come on. I know you see the link every week. Type F in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For that ref tried to fuck on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We are horny every time Shawnee's on here. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't have a question for this, but the other thing going on riddle is challenging for the undisputed title against roman reigns yeah, on we, saw, yeah. we, we knew we knew we were getting this but on smackdown so now it's reported that roman reigns will not be at money in the bank now that they moved uh -huh. it from the stadium uh -huh. that's right yeah that's Wait. actually that's some that's some king shit <laughs> to like work your way into the position where they make you the guy to topple the guy that won't show up more than three times a year and then immediately tell the boss, yeah, I'm not showing up more than three I times a year. I cannot Fuck believe, off. and I think we talked, I cannot believe this is how they're using Roman Reigns. I cannot believe Roman's going for it. I cannot believe anyone involved on screen, at least, is going for this. After building him so well for so long, and, he, and what was the biggest thing we said? He's the guy here every week. Cut yep. the promo not at no least. No more. And and then you give them the undisputed title. We're like hell yeah. And then you Let's just the send titles them so that we can home. Just, yeah, so we can just not have them around. What the fuck? Like this is absolutely like mind blowing. It reminds me of the '80s when your televised wrestling was Monday nights, Saturday mornings, and Sunday mornings, mm -hmm. and like Hulk Hogan didn't show up except for on a Saturday night's main event. Right. And that was maybe once every other month kind of thing. And that's what this kind of feels like as a step backwards towards those times where it's like, if you want to see the big act, you're going to have to pay the big money. And that's and, and it's a situation, too, where it's like Roman Reigns is not older. He's still like, no. you know, well within the prime of his career to be able to go. No, nah, he's an we, old fart. Fuck I, that yeah, guy. Right. Get out why, of the ring, old why man. Are we wasting, <laughs> why are we wasting these years that we have with him? Sending him home for four to five weeks at a time. He does have a daughter. It's, Maybe he just wants to be fine. at home. Everyone's got a family. I'm so sick and tired of uh, in this industry of hearing family this. Fa it is it, this industry has been around for so long at the level that it is. Company aside, and 
you show up more times than not. Sure, vacations happen, injuries happen, whatever. But, you know, 52 weeks in a year, you're showing up 45 to 50 weeks a year. That's what, even if you're there to cut a fucking promo, even if you're there to just be on commentary or you're having a match, especially when you're a top guy, you show up. I don't know why this is all of a sudden not a thing in the industry, yeah, but I it guess, needs I guess to go away. I guess not anymore. You don't. It's just it, it needs to go away. I'm not asking these guys to to you know fight injured to fight every single week. You know, even if it means cutting a promo, like technology's crazy. You could cut a promo the week before, take the week off, and we air the promo on the show, and there's your damn appearance, right. and you could still have a week off. But we don't even put that effort in. You go in back in. We were just talking about the European title, all those uh, those oh, days, sure. right? Those big names, whether they were like in the ring or not, whatever. Austin, Triple H, The Rock, The Undertaker, Kane, whatever, like the biggest names in the world title picture, they were on every week. And when it was all one roster, they were on two times a week. Well, Amy, actually, she's in the chat again. She just brought up something that that's interesting that I hadn't considered. What if he is having health issues? And is literally like, look, I I want to be your guy. I'm I'm good to be your guy, but I just I can't I can't be there every that's week. A, it's and, a it's a that's of course a different situation. And instead of you know saying something, instead of dropping a belt and making a public thing out of it, it was like, all right, we'll keep it quiet. Yeah, well, but as I long mean, as you can still, still show up every couple of weeks, we'll get this done. And that's fine. First off, it's not every couple of weeks. We haven't seen him in a month. Secondly, we haven't seen him on a pay per view since he won the, you know the title at WrestleMania. He hasn't defended the title at all since WrestleMania. Right. All of those things, and like, yes, that's a situation, but that you have to understand if you're going to be quiet about it, and yes, that's your personal life and so on. From our point of view, we have nothing to, to roll with. All we see is that you won the title at WrestleMania, and you've shown up three times since then. You've missed every pay-per-view since then. And you haven't wrestled, let alone show up to cut a promo. Yeah, because apparently, apparently, as far as the boss is concerned, if you're the top guy, you don't got to show up for work all the time. And what they're doing, too, is slowly making what could be a Roman Reigns rock match at WrestleMania. I don't care anymore because I was looking forward to the rock coming in. You're going to care once. Oh yeah. Happens. Once we're there, I'm not, I was looking forward to the rock coming into a Roman Reigns, whether there's a title involved or not that has been here consistently running the show and the rock showing up and saying, don't forget, you know, so on and so forth. But now if we're got by, by the time WrestleMania season comes around next year and we've only seen Roman Reigns five to six times between now and then I'm not going to care. I think you'll like I said, I think you'll care when the rock shows up and the match is official and you'll be like, all right, this is fucking, I can't It's wait. cool. I can't I'm not saying this. it's not cool, but I'm saying again, I just don't know in the wrestling industry. And I know Brock Lesnar probably started this about a decade ago. And, but both both companies do this with their big stars. Why are we not here every week in some form or fashion? Both both companies have two shows a week, at least one of the damn shows. Why right. do are a backstage promo at the least? Why are we taking two to three weeks off of telling stories, telling a promo, having a match, defending a title? Whatever it may be, like it is so common now, and it's it's pathetic. It's it's okay. Family is so honest. I get it. That's his industry, man. Like that, and there's ways around that too. You could still have a week off and still cut a promo that's aired. There's so many ways around it, and it's just frustrating, man. Like we pay money to go to these shows, we expect to see the bigger names more times than not. That's 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 his business. It's live entertainment, 
It's no different than in sports when, the, when these bas- basketball players are, are mostly guilty of it. When I am paying to see the L.A. Lakers, but LeBron James decides to take a night off, I am paying you to play basketball. Unless you are hurt, get your ass out there and play basketball because I just paid $200 a ticket to watch the backups play. Well, first of all, there's no I in team. You came to see the Lakers. Okay, but you <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> Oh, Chuck. <laughs> Only Chuck would have that be his argument that everything I just There's said. No I'm actually, <laughs> no actually, I and T. No I and T, title VAP. I'm actually more concerned with the fact. So uh, over the, the last couple of days, I, I listened to a, uh, an episode of a podcast called Struggle Session, okay. and it's from a couple of months ago, and they were talking about professional wrestling. They had some, some interesting opinions. But uh, one of the things that I, I gleaned from the conversation I'd heard from them and something that uh, occurred to me that I'm actually more I don't know, upsets the wrong word. I'm actually more like I think I think it's a bigger problem than him not showing up at pay per views and, and every week because like I said, Brock Lesnar's already conditioned me to this. Like okay, right. if you're the top That's guy, fine. then I I see you at SummerSlam, I see you at WrestleMania, and maybe two other times. Yeah, but Brock Lesnar was part time front. Like first off, he was gone for as long as he was. I am more concerned with and once again we saw this pattern with Brock Lesnar the fact that Roman Reigns cannot take a loss. Yeah, that. Yeah, is seems so like it. It makes it so that he's so above everybody else. Yeah, that it's impossible for me to believe anybody, Cody yeah. included. Yeah, is on his level. Yeah, I think because he can't. He can't take a tag loss. He yeah. can't take a disqualification. He can't like he just cannot take. No, he yeah. must remain strong. Make My, Roman look strong I, is apparently still the idiom. I can still I can see where you're coming from. I definitely think we're we're on pace to get there. What's going to fully sell me on that is if by Clash at the ca- Castle, whatever the, right. the title pay per view is, um, if Drew doesn't win, oh, he's not going to win that. You don't think Drew's winning? He's if, not on if, his level. If if Drew challenges Roman Reigns in his home, you know, at nope. Clash, you don't think he's winning? Nope. I mean, I'll put there, money is, on there it. is precedent within the WWE where, like, if you're in your hometown, you're, That's uh, fine. you're going out on your back. Yeah, you exactly. Know? You're kissing Vince McMahon's because, ass. Because, again, yeah. the rumors are still as Riddle, you know, and clearly it's not happening on Money in the Bank because it's happening on SmackDown. Uh, rumors are Roman and Orton at SummerSlam, which is fine. Right. Uh, I don't have Orton winning that. I wouldn't have Orton winning that either anyway. And then Drew afterwards. I will be a hundred percent with you, although I'm with you, like I'm on pace to be with you there. If Drew loses, then because at that point there's no one else. Because Roman like Drew has not challenged Roman for the title since Roman's been champion. As long as he's been champion. Right. There's no other big name. Uh, and Shinsuke didn't even get like a match against them, did he? R- no, and unless they sneak it into a SmackDown he within just, this summer. He just summer. got to like fight the Usos a few times. Exactly, and- right? So if Drew doesn't win in September, and it was Labor Day weekend, I believe, that's I will for sure 100% be on like, okay, this is a problem. I brought up that podcast too because I, this kind of folds into it, but one of the things they brought up is the idea that um, so the WWE has what, like a million dollars or something wrapped up in their television deals the aew television deal is somewhere in the neighborhood of like 45 or no they've got a billion dollars in television Mm -hmm. aew is getting paid like 45 million i mean it's nothing to something like that nothing to but significantly less than the wwe is concerned which could lead to a fox 
uh, not a USA because Raw is going to be in USA for the rest. They don't have anything else going on, but could lead to a Fox <laughs> looking at their financials, looking at how much they paid to have a wrestling show on, and then looking at all the other companies going like, well, if we just want wrestling on our station, it's we can get it a lot cheaper. Yeah, and honestly, that'll be a turning point, you know, because you know superstars, you know, wrestlers come and go, going back and forth between the companies and. You know, whatever it may be, the ratings will come and go because mm -hmm. people just watch wrestling to watch wrestling and yeah. whatever. Once the TV deals start to sway, right? And you all of a sudden AEW is live on Fox, you know, in, in three yeah. years. Or Ring of Honor. You know, oh. so they're be. like, hey, Tony's looking for it. He's got, supposed to have a whole thing and he's looking for a deal. I mean, he'll probably take, I don't know, like 20, $20 million. Maybe? I think, I don't, I don't think they would ditch WWE for Ring of Honor. Not, anything. oh, God, no. But no. I, I mean, you're not, AEW would be in that package. I mean, you're yeah. not getting obviously. Obviously, you're not getting the production level that you're getting. Yeah. But you're also really opening up that yeah. you know. And that's the that and budget. honestly, and that's you know, writing aside and wrestlers aside, they got that. That's the the one thing, at least in my brain currently, that AEW that's going to cost AEW from getting a deal like that is the production's still not that great. Right. And it has nothing to do with the writing. It has nothing to do with the superstars or anything like there that. There was the production overall is just not that great. It's not smooth. It's not. Always I, easy on the eyes. I, well, there I, was something I want to say it was on Raw last night where the camera angle was perfect. No, you know what? It wasn't. It was an old, older pay per view I was watching. Oh, okay. Where like, yeah, it was an older pick because it was Jeff Hardy versus Umaga, mm. and it ended in the parking lot where Jeff jumped off. Yeah, like, it's like a truck. Rolls. Yeah. yeah, jumped off a truck onto Umaga, and the way they shot it was perfect because you couldn't see the crash pad. Yeah. So like they hit the crash pad. And then they went around all the, the stuff that was in front of the crash pad. And when you got around it, they were laying on the ground. Mm. And it was like, oh, my God. It was, it was like, that's smart. I see how you did that. Yep. And that's smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And those little things, as, as nerdy as that sounds in a wrestling standpoint, it's, it's important. And people, it, 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 I won't say it takes away. Even if, from, I, even if I can see how the magic trick happened. Yeah. If you took the time to try and make it so that I couldn't see how the yes, magic trick right. happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that matters. I'm not gonna go as far as to say it takes away from you know what I'm watching, but it's it's notable, and some people don't you know notice it as much. We obviously watch it with a closer eye. When you um, when you shoot the crash pad when Chris Jericho falls off blood yes. guts, <laughs> something about something about that just you know you know whether you understand it or not. If you don't understand it, there is still something like. That wasn't cool. Yeah. But if you do understand it, you're like, why the hell are you zooming in on the crash pad? We can see <laughs> it deflating <laughs> underneath him. You know, so it, it does take away to an extent. I can see the, the my value. pillow logo all over <laughs> yeah. the pillows he fell on. You know, and, and you know, and a lot of it too is stop. You know, lately it's been stop zooming in on them talking during the yeah. match. Stop zooming in on their communication. Like right. when they're setting up. Cut yeah. to a crowd shot. When I've got somebody, somebody in a headlock, and, don't zoom in on the guy yeah. in the headlock. Or, ju or just pull out like, yeah. right. the shot. Yeah, do that you wide know? shot where you're coming in from the crowd. Like, sure. That's all you got to do when they're setting up. Yeah. If there's someone at ringside, give me a shot of you know Stokely Hathaway yelling at ringside. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, Who is that, lovely. Yeah. Oh, that's he's so I much love fun. that pairing. But like that's all it takes, and unfortunately, they still haven't gotten that down where you see way too many of the behind-the-scenes tricks and to an extent, it takes away from not to the point that it's like, oh, I, I hate watching. I wonder this. if Tony's a shouter, like a Vince McMahon <laughs> shouter, like, why did you shoot that? Or if he's like, hey, we'll get it next time, man. 
I think it's try that. And rem- try and remember next time. I think Don't. it's that, but I think there's a lot, you know. Live and learn. Right. We we did it wrong this time. Next time we'll do it right. Yeah, well, I mean, as we've said before, like as far as production goes, like, you know, they're clearly trying to figure out their own thing without emulating WWE because yeah. if they were to try and do that, then people would get up their ass about that. So, and, and truth be told, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably piss off Justin, I don't care for the WWE's production. It's too much. You're doing I no, I want to see the wrestling. I and like I would I would love to see how long you could get through a new Japan show. Justin, you would hate it. You, oh uh, my god. Where they you got would like fucking hate two it. Two angles and they only change them every minute or so. There's 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 hey, there's like four. Four. Okay, four. <laughs> There's yep. probably significantly more than four. I uh, first I just, off, I, I agree with you. I know it's just I I don't know it, it's it's too glossy. Like for me, because I'm dangerously paranoid, I'm like, what the fuck are you hiding, huh? <laughs> huh? What 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 do you far. not want me I will to say, see? I will. I, of course, like I like the way your ponytail whipped back and forth. <laughs> that was great. I was. Thanks. I will say it. It is too much in the sense at times in the sense of the cuts that go into it or, yeah. or whatever it may be like a hundred percent. Yeah. It's not perfect by any means, but um, I'd rather deal with that than deal with some of the, you know, for lack of a better term, amateur I'd, shots. And I'd rather deal with you closing up on somebody and me knowing that somebody's going to jump them from behind because you're way too close to them than actually seeing the guy come up behind him and the guy yes. like, what, what, what? Yes. Yeah, you know, like that, I mean, that it, it is what it is. Like, yeah, the WWE does overdo it sometimes. I mean, I'll put it this way. I can get through a SmackDown or a Raw within an hour. Like, Raw, I get through a little over an hour. That's how much production they put into, like, non-wrestling stuff, right? Oh, just, like, fast-forwarding because through, like, I've, saw this part, all don't I care do, about this part, saw this no, part. No, I don't even fast-forward through any matches or promos. I watch everything, and I get through Raw in just over an hour. How? Because... That's how much replays and going back and, and, you know, this happened last week. This happened earlier tonight. And let's show this promo and let's do that. That's how much of that they put into. I watch and and the entrances I do fast forward as well. But I watch every promo. I watch every interview. I watch every match and I get through wrong just over an hour. Yeah, for me, it's usually like I'll see the entrance to a match. And if it's a match, I'm not really interested in it. I just want to see the finish. Yeah. Like I, I, I appreciate you guys are going to wrestle for uh, 20 minutes and yeah. through two breaks, but like, I don't yeah. care. What's the finish. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's definitely, you know, the production can get overdone with WWE, but again, I'd rather deal with that than deal with like Chuck mentioned. Like I'd rather deal with that than dealing with like, you know, again, the secrets being revealed because you're zooming in on them. You know, are you ready? And you can literally hear, are you ready? Like, sure. you know, even that Darby Allen Andrade casket match, you could hear the refs tell Darby 90 seconds because like, why, why are you zooming in on that? <laughs> so, do, you, uh, do you guys have anything else before we wrap up this week's show? I think I'm good. I think I, I should be straight too, man. I, I do want to say I'm super excited that uh, Slammiversary is going to feature the return of Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie as a team. Oh, well, hot damn. That is great. Yeah, that's going to be fun. And it was just announced, uh, I think today that the pre-show is going to be uh, a match introduced in 2006 and earned worst worked match honors in the Wrestling Observer that year. The reverse battle royal. God, they're doing that? It's coming back. Come on, I guys. had to see how this works. So 18 wrestlers start outside the ring with the goal of getting into the ring. 
And once seven of them are in the ring, everyone else is eliminated. It's so fucking And now it's a silly. battle royal until there's two guys and then they wrestle a singles match. It's dumb. I can't believe they're doing So silly. You're doing way too much. It's so silly. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Did you guys, did you guys ever see a King of the Mountain match? From Impact slash TNA, I didn't. I, if, if I those were also goofy as shit. Yeah. It was like a ladder match, but you could pin or submit your opponent. When you did, they went to a penalty box for like oh, three that's minutes. Right, I forgot about that. <laughs> it was so gamey and silly. Doing too much. Yeah. No, it was yeah. wild. One, one other thing, real quick, is I don't. I don't know how we feel. Whatever. Mustafa Ali took a clean loss to Chad Gable last night on Raw, and now there's a lot on social media of like he's just getting punished and he's just here. Do we like? Is he getting punished or is it just? I don't a know. Booking? Punished. He's right back where he started. Yeah. And as long as he's cool with drawing the paycheck to be there, which he wasn't. I was gonna say a couple months ago. And now he is. I don't know right. what you expected. And I don't know how we can use the term punish. He was just in a title match on the pay per view, so. I, and again, like you mentioned, like he's here, like he's clearly like uh, he went from free me as to as I'm back much going back to the Jeff Hardy thing. If you are happy drawing the paycheck you were drawing to do shit that is not fulfilling by all means, God bless you. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and for some people, but <laughs> yeah, because here's my thing. I, w I will be real. Like as much as I, again, like I want everyone to be happy and so on and so forth. And if he wanted out, you know, back then with WWE, so be it. But I don't see Ali as a big time star. I don't. No, he's I, I IC title, don't. US title at maybe, best. Maybe, right? At best. He's a Probably athlete. a better tag team wrestler if you pay, if you can find yeah. the right big man to put with him. He's a good athlete. Um, I don't believe him when he's on the mic. They tried to have him lead a, a heel faction. It was a bust. Granted, the faction overall was built weird, but even his I love promos watching, weren't great. I love watching Judgment Day. There was a promo yesterday about Judgment Day having like no leaders, no something, whatever. I was yeah. like, oh, so you guys are like two steps away from just being retribution. <laughs> That's no uh, good at all. I, I love That's no good at all. I love I want it to that. be good. I just like. I think I don't think there's any reason to say it's not good. Although, I mean, the edge thing was weird, but I still right. like what we got out of it um so like ali some people may just be content with the fact of like you know what i'm gonna draw this paycheck be on tv consistently am i winning anything crazy no but i'm here i'm on wwe speaking if i'm of, taking the l but at least putting on a decent match speaking so of drawing it. a paycheck uh did you guys see apollo cruz is back in nxt without a nigerian <laughs> accent how does nigerian accent wow Oh my gosh! Oh, and so, uh, not to not to stray away from this, but like there are reports that Cesaro is heading back to WWE. I did yeah. hear that as well, which so. would be a big big get for them. Yeah, it's True. another one of those. If 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 that's what you want to do, if if you are happy doing that, then yeah. as a fan of yours, I'm happy for you. But it's not what I would prefer. But I think his return would be you. pretty badass. What, however he returns, we're not. He's not going to get the Cody Rhodes treatment. We're no. not going to. Oh, no. We're not going to get oh, the. We're not going to get the timer to Cesaro uh, coming out to tell yeah. the crowd what he's going to do. No, I don't. And again, Cesaro is another one. There is something missing. I love Cesaro. He's a great athlete, but there is something missing there to put him in the world title. So no, he's not going to get the Cody Rhodes treatment. I don't think he deserves that. But I think his return will be badass if done right. Uh, you know, but. We shall see. Apollo Cruz, I shout out to everybody that 
posted the video of Kofi Kingston dropping his Jamaican accent. Oh, yeah. Oh. And Triple saying, H calling him out and on it. Triple H calling him out. Which is funny because Amy had never seen that. And, like, that's the kind of thing only Triple H could do. Yes. Anybody else would have gotten their ass chewed out when yep. they got back behind right. the curtain after saying something like that. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure even he got his ass chewed out. Yeah. But he's not going to get punished. Nope. Yeah. I'm married to your daughter. Yeah. I'm giving you grandchildren. Yes. Like. I have leeway. Triple to, H has so much leeway between what you just said and bro. I'm at that time and in, in years leading up, I'm bringing in so much money for you. So, like just talking business wise yeah. as a superstar. I'm one of your top guys. I'm married to your daughter. I'm giving you grandchildren. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Okay. Fire me and see what happens. <laughs> you know, like personally and professionally fire me and see what happens. I think that about doesn't. There you go. As far as this week's one fall show. Justin, where can people find you online? Uh, the JV Sports Talk pay-per-view pod, all over social media, at PPV underscore pod. It's back next week for Forbidden Yeah, Door. yeah, yeah. You got a new episode coming out. I know, I know. You plugged it already like four times this episode. Erica and Shawnee are on it. I'm going to ignore him because I don't know why he Yikes. is so salty over this. It's very warm in here. That's why. Warm. Let's wrap this up. Erica. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Go ahead, Erica. Where can people um, find you online? Twitter and Instagram at Erica underscore Bannis. Uh, go to EricaBannis.com to read some of my latest like fun featurey things. I talked to the master distiller and blender for Blackened Whiskey, you yes. know, Metallica's brand. Uh, it, lovely man. Was the headline Rye the Lightning? Well, that well, it's that's what the 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 label is called. It's uh, it's a it's a rye whiskey, so they call it Rye the Lightning, which. I love so much. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, come on. Puns, everybody. Puns. <laughs> uh, but it was a great uh, interview that I did. And, uh, you know, worst comes worst. If you can't remember any of that, you can just Google me. That's and, exactly and, and, what I was saying. There you go. And you'll find it. You'll you find go. it. Google her. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash C-H-Z-U-C-K. That's where we uh, film these uh, when we record them on Tuesday nights. You can also find me over there for Nerd Radio and other podcasts. You can find on WRAF.com and sometimes just playing video games. Also, make sure you head on over Saturday afternoons, 4 p.m., Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream. That's when you get me, Nate, and Will Cherry commentating over a heavily modified WWE 2K19. We've got our own characters in there. We've drafted up some fine rosters, and we're having a great time over there. So, uh check it out we'll see you in here next week for the one fall show and shawnee's not here to say this so i'm gonna have to do my best impression have fun everybody be safe don't fall in the hole who is this the one fall show from sean housing it's mccomb county produced a podcast of some sort dan housing must come on to this show who is this? Who is knocked on Danhausen's internet phone door to ask him to come on a podcast? Danhausen does not know this. Is Anyways, love that Danhausen. Who knows? One fall show. Listen to this podcast. You've tricked Danhausen in promoting your show. How dare you? You'll rue the day. Anyways, love that Danhausen. Thank you everybody for showing up. Oh, I, I talked right over the rue of the day. So much. <laughs>